It wasn't necessarily pretty, at least not to end, but it was a win. The Seattle Kraken get a 7-4 victory over the Buffalo Sabres in Western New York, which means that they get back-to-back -back wins. They get the series sweep over the Sabres and the first and second shorthanded goals in Seattle Kraken history. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle Kraken fans? Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. I want to thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. And today's episode, hope you had your breakfast, because today's episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter. Enter NHL into the search bar in order to find the perfect gift package. And don't worry, we'll talk more about that later on the show, including how you can help Locked on Kraken maybe get some Omaha Steaks. But let's get into this episode. We are going to talk about the 7-4 win over the Buffalo Sabres. It is a great win for the Seattle Kraken in a lot of ways, it was also not such a great win for the Seattle Kraken in other ways. But here's where the Seattle Kraken stand. 8-13-1 on the season, 17 overall points, which puts them just behind Los Angeles, not just in the division standings, but also in the conference standings. So within striking distance, but still a lot of work to do. And that's why I kind of liked this game. Wasn't pretty. Didn't always look great, especially in the third period. However, Chris Drieger and the Seattle Kraken were able to hold on. No power play goals in this game. I did mention the two shorthanded goals. So all in all, special teams is a place, and we talked about this on yesterday's show, where the Seattle Kraken continue to improve. Uh, but here's some of the stats. I'll pull this up. It should be popping up here on the screen for you. But um, the shots on goal favored the Sabres. Faceoffs talked about that on yesterday's show. Favor, fa favored, excuse me, the Sabres. Power play goals favored the Sabres. Hits favored the Sabres. Penalty minutes. We had more penalty minutes. And yet, somehow, we still win the game. Now, the block shots are pretty much even for all intents and purposes. However, it was about when the Seattle Kraken were able to block shots. It was about when the Seattle Kraken were able to get gritty goals. And you're going to hear Dave Haxtell talk about that. But overall, it's about momentum, when the momentum catches and, and everything to that nature. We're going to hear from Dave Haxtell, but before we get into more of the breakdown and analysis of this game, I do want to unfortunately give you the news that Jordan Everly went down with an injury for the Seattle Kraken. Here's Dave Haxtell talking about what he saw on the play. 
Uh, no, actually, I mean, you know, obviously not available in the, in the third period. But as you know, we'll we'll evaluate them. I'm, I'm sure through the night and tomorrow morning, and then you know we'll have a little better idea of exactly where we're at. You know, once we once we get to uh, Wednesday morning. What's that? No, it wasn't on a shot block. It was not on a shot block, uh, but uh, it was it was it was on a play during uh, during the second period. So Jordan Eberle down with an injury. You saw that he fell to the ice, was right in the in the face of the net, and was trying to make a play. Tripped up. You know nothing. Uh, it was just a hockey play, essentially, is what I'm getting at. But they showed the replay on Root Sports, and it looked like he tweaked. His ankle, I guess it would have been his right ankle, which led to the fall. And then you see Jordan Eberle skate off the ice, but putting no weight on that right leg. It did seem to bend and buckle at the ankle, but it's officially a lower body injury. As tweeted by the Seattle Kraken PR, you heard what Dave Haxel said. He'll be evaluated. Now, coming up next on the show, I'm going to talk about... um, I want to talk about that line with um, we've got Schwartz, Gord, and Eberly. And I, I also want to give a shout out to Sound of Hockey. They did, um, and it was Darren, Darren Brown that did a write up before yesterday's game, talking a little bit about that line and some other fun stuff that I want to get into. But you know, it's an expansion team in addition to a lot of firsts, which we talked about. I guess I mentioned that we got the first shorty, but I didn't mention who scored it. It was actually Carson Soucy in the first period, shorthanded goal at the 547 mark. So striking early, not great that they gave up a power play opportunity to Buffalo, but did not allow Buffalo to score on that power play opportunity. And instead, Carson Soucy gets his third goal. It's assisted by Yanni Gord. Very nice assist. That assist was the 200th point for Yanni Gord, so a milestone for him. Then I'll just take you through the scoring opportunities. Tanev and McCann scored. Uh, It was Tanev at 1440, unassisted. Jared McCann, assisted by Alexiak and Geeky at 19.04. So getting some goals in bunches, kind of in bunches, within, you know, five minutes or so of each other. And they have a 3-0 lead to end the first period. Brett Murray would score for the Sabres early in the second period, something that we've talked about before, the Seattle Kraken kind of letting goals, uh, giving goals early in periods. But Jared McCann would strike yet again his 10th goal of the season, also assisted by Tanev and Geeky, or assisted by Geeky again. Tanev also gets and assist on that. Then Skinner scores. You'll hear his name again. And then Mason Appleton, who you'll hear from shortly. And as I mentioned in the third period, Skinner gets the scoring started 37 seconds into the third. So again, tightening up the start of periods. It seems like maybe we've exercised the demons in the first period, but again, two early goals in the second and the third want to keep that nice and tight. I would say for the Seattle Kraken, Uh, but Jaden Schwartz would get, a goal, his fifth of the season. Uh, then Buffalo would strike again before Mason Appleton gets the final goal of the game. 
closes it out for the seven to four win. So a back and forth game in the second and third period. I talked about the breakdowns uh, yesterday on yesterday's show. So it's not really surprising that we saw the back and forth, both with uh, the teams kind of letting up goals, but also getting goals in the second and third frame. It was good for both. Well, it was good for Seattle that they scored in the first. It's something that they struggle with. Um, And again, we, we looked at the numbers yesterday, and so we knew that the first period was going to be extremely important for these two teams and the way they match up. But I mentioned Darren. I mentioned the Sound of Hockey. If you're not already following Sound of Hockey, if you're not checking out their stuff, listen, I, I know they're another Seattle Kraken hockey pod, but we all have our own flavor, so make sure you check out Sound of Hockey. And coming up next, I really want to get into what Darren talked about regarding, again, that Schwartz, Gord, and Eberle line and a few other things, including uh, lineup and roster changes that we've seen because of injury because of you know Dave Haxel wanting to uh, just mix things up we still have Captain Mark Giordano on the COVID protocol or within COVID protocol so he's not in the lineup so I thought Darren did a great job for Sound of Hockey kind of breaking that down and now with Everly potentially out with an injury we'll have to see how this changes so that's coming up next on Locked on Kraken But as promised, I'm going to let you know more about this Omaha Steaks thing. And here's the thing. We've got a little bit of, you know, as they say in hockey, money on the board. It's actually a box of steak, a box of meats on the board here. So uh, make sure that uh, if you're going to get some Omaha Steaks, you use this promo code that I'm going to tell you about. And you let them know that you're from Locked on Kraken in the Seattle area. Anyway, so what's the deal? As I told you earlier, the holidays are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift can be tricky. I know I'm having that problem myself, but Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. If you go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL in the search bar, you will find the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. So make sure you use promo code NHL, and you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. All the meats, all the meats, stuff them in your freezer, and then you don't have to worry about what to cook up for the holiday season. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so you're not going to want to wait to head over to omahasteaks.com and use NHL in the search bar to get your 24 entrees plus eight Omaha Steak burgers for free when entering code NHL. Achieving gift greatness with Omaha Steaks, incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. Make sure they know Locked on Kraken sent you. As always, I want to thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken. I appreciate you making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. We went over some stats over um, after, I should say, the 7-4 victory for the Seattle Kraken. Back-to-back wins on the road. Chris Drieger with another start. Back-to-back wins for him. A 32-save performance off of 36 shots faced. So... You saw a little bit of a dip and a decline from his really great performance 
in Florida with an 889 save percentage in yesterday's game. But I want to talk about, um, as I mentioned, Darren's piece. And actually, we'll start with Darren talking about Chris Drieger. He's got the start in net. And I mentioned it yesterday, but I think Darren does a really great job breaking down why we might see a little bit more of an equitable goaltending situation. For those who don't know, Darren is a goaltender himself. So I highly trust and recommend that you look at his goaltender analysis in particular. Um, so he talks about, obviously, Drieger. I know I've talked about it. Drieger getting his first start and then getting injured in that game. I've talked on the show before about not really being all that impressed by Drieger in the preseason, in training camp, and Drieger kind of talking through that. However, when he got a 33-save performance against his former team, he definitely looked like the type of version of Chris Drieger that the Seattle Kraken wanted when Ron Francis told us Darren was there, I was there at the expansion draft and throughout that weekend that the plan was really to have a little bit more of a goalie tandem. So, um, and and again, Darren does a great job here also talking about Drieger's contract and, you know, Grubauer perhaps struggling a little bit and how Monday, quote, feels like a step toward a more equitable division of labor. We saw that when Drieger got the back-to-back -back starts. So Darren was right on the money when it came to that. It, and then Darren goes on to talk about Will Borgen, Riley Cheyenne, and basically the kind of musical chairs that we're playing on defense right now. But before we get into Darren's analysis, let's hear from Will. Not a man of many words, but here's what he had to say after the 7-4 to four win against his former team. Um, yeah, everything uh, makes everything easier when everyone's playing to the system and working hard. Uh, Tonight definitely wasn't pretty, though. Uh, Buffalo made a nice push, but, you know, it's nice to get a win still. Uh, honestly, just keep playing the same way we were playing. You don't want to change things up if it's going well, right? So, yeah. And the reason that I wanted to play that clip is because you heard at the end Will saying, hey, essentially, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that's where opportunity. And Darren, again, was right on the money with his analysis here with, unfortunately, Mark Giordano – on in COVID protocol, also with uh, Lazan perhaps not performing the way that Dave Haxel and the team wanted him to, there's opportunity here. Carson Soucy and Hayden Fleury have been in and out of the lineup, and you, you'll read, if you check that out, check out the show notes, you can read that um, Darren talks about that. And um, he talks about perhaps this being an opportunity for guys that haven't been cracking the lineup on the defensive side of things to really make a case. And, you know, I love this because there have been some defensive breakdowns. You know, I talk about it on the show all the time. Defense, something's got to give. I loved how excited, did you see that? How excited Carson Soucy got and the team got after they had a, a fantastic sequence of just Block shots on block shots on block shots. It is good. The Seattle Kraken are starting to 
C, team defense and sacrificing the body. There were so many times where you saw Seattle Kraken players in the first and second period in particular. I think it maybe dropped and dipped a little bit in the third, but you really saw the Seattle Kraken using that body and i love it i hope that's seattle kraken hockey baby i would love to see more of that so again i thought uh darren did a great job now here i'm gonna share this screen with you so you see he has the projected lineup i have it up here on this on my screen for you now he has the projected lineups um and indeed that is what we essentially saw um so crushed it there. I think McCann and Tanev were flopped. Um, according to, we had something tweeted out by a, a Buffalo reporter from the athletic, um, by John Vogel. And that was, I think really the only change that we saw, including that he absolutely nailed it. Um, when it came to the D pairs. So great job by Darren. I'm going to close this out now, but another thing that he says, and again, go read the article. I'm not going to show you the full article. Go read the article. Uh, this is the second meeting between the Seattle Kraken and the Buffalo Sabres. The Kraken won convincingly in the first game between these two teams. Jordan Eberle scored a hat trick that night, the first in franchise history and has been mostly hot ever since. Uh, Everly scored twice on Saturday against the Panthers and now has 11 goals on the year. Uh, he had a three-game stretch prior to Saturday in which he was held off the score sheet, and those three games coincided with the Knights. He was not on a line with Jaden Schwartz. Everly and Schwartz were reunited Saturday along with Yanni Gord, and Everly went right back to producing. That can't be a coincidence. I've always liked Everly and Schwartz together. I liked them with McCann, that Triple J line. I like McCann where he's at. I think he does too, and we're going to talk about that. But what does this mean now with potentially Everly out for some time? How are these lines going to be shifted and shaken? Yeah, so they've got Detroit on Wednesday. Then they return to Climate Pledge Arena and take on Edmonton, then Pittsburgh, then the Winnipeg Jets and Columbus. So that's what we have coming up. But coming up on the show, I want to get into another line. Now, again, will this line be impacted by if, you know, we see Everly out of the lineup? Perhaps. But I want to talk about Tanev, Geeky, and McCann. And we're actually going to hear from Brandon Tanev coming up next on Locked on Kraken. But right now, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season. It's more props, more odds, more lines than ever before with the new website, new interface. But as you know, BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the website, and if you sign up today, you will receive a 50-0% welcome bonus on your first deposit as long as you use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, and you'll receive that 50% bonus from basketball, football, of course, NHL, boxing, USC, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And I want to remind you 
that everything that you listen to when it comes to Locked on Kraken, if you're listening, if you're watching on our YouTube page, love the YouTube fan community. Thank you so much for your comments. That's another great way to get exposure for the show. And if you're listening on audio, if you're able Make sure that you are subscribed to the show, but also you can rate and review the show. That's how we get more eyes and more ears on Locked on Kraken, and people can join our fantastic Seattle Kraken-loving hockey community. All right. Speaking of, like, just a community, speaking of just, you know, things that are working out, let's talk about Tanev, Geeky, and McCann. In yesterday's game against the Buffalo Sabres, they accounted for 17 points against Buffalo, including three goals. Tanev had a goal. McCann had two goals. McCann is crushing it. McCann is crushing it. Here's what Brandon Tanev had to say after yesterday's game in Buffalo about just building chemistry. They gave us a late push, um, you know, and a couple late goals. But I think at the end of the day, we we get a great win there for our group and, um, you know, play well and, and do a good job in, um, in here in Buffalo. Yeah, I think uh, Morgan and, and Jared had a great game tonight. You know, they, they make the game easy for for me as a line mate, and I think that's what makes things uh, good for our group the last couple games here. We've, we've been talking, we've been making things easy, communicating, and, and being hard on the pucks, playing the right way, and I think when we have that mindset, I think as a group, um, things become easier for us. You know, you love it when you have your lineys, your line mates that are going to give you stick taps. I love to see it. The other night I was thinking, you know, in that loss with the lightning, want to see Tanev a little bit more active. You, we know what we're going to get from McCann and Geeky, but I love that they play just a certain type of energy type of game. And that is something that if you remember a few weeks ago, like a week or two ago, actually, we had Dave Haxtell talking about why he put that cluster of players together. They are high intensity. You know, you you heard uh, you heard Dave Haxtell also talk about really wanting to get guys that can play within their wheelhouse. And um, I want you to hear from Mason Appleton now because another piece of this, and I think the geeky McCann and Tanev line really um, embody this very well, is you're going to hear Mason Appleton talk about getting gritty goals. Not everything's got to be pretty. They count the same. Here's Mason Appleton talking after the 7-4 win against Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, like I said, a couple minutes ago, scoring a first goal of the new team is obviously important. You want to get that out of the way. But, uh, you know, it was, it was a – a month off the ice and you know you just don't come back and feel 100 percent immediately so uh kind of had to go through that process but uh feeling good now and you know we've been rolling as a team too so uh, the confidence is definitely building inside this room and uh we like where our game is uh you know you look at how goals are scored in the nhl and a ton of them are right around the net that blue paint uh tips rebounds and a little backdoor plays in tight and uh it's easy offense obviously there's pretty goals to be had but uh you know, those count the same as the uh, the gritty ones. So, uh, you know, our team can score a lot of goals that way, and we showed that tonight. It's, it's really easy. Uh, you know, the more you win, the more you trust the system, whether that's, you know, how your line plays, how the team plays, whatever that is. Uh, you know, win gives you belief in uh, many different ways. So uh, I thought we did. You know, we did a good job for most of tonight's game. We had a couple of walls here and there, but at the end of the night, uh, you know, we got the points, and that's what matters in this league. And again, you heard 
Appleton not only talk about getting gritty goals and that those count the same. I absolutely loved that comment, but you also hear him talking about getting his body back, you know, coming back from an injury is not easy, but he's been able to do that. And he's starting to get acclimated, got his first goal. So stick taps to Mason. Hey, Kraken fans, Eric Lindsay Ayala here again, new location, had some technical difficulties on the restream. Well, on our server side of things. So the audio from the first recording of this got a little bit, I don't know, wonky. Anyway, I want to pick up the show and we'll close out the show. Um, hearing from Dave Haxtell as a reminder to his team, to the fan base, to the media, and now by proxy, uh, by, by way of me, I should say, to you, a reminder that this win was a win and Mason Appleton was alluding to this as well. Wasn't a great win, but it was a win nonetheless. And that's what's important right now for this team to do is to get wins, get points. So not great, but they'll take it. Here's what Dave Haxtell had to say after the game. You know, in, in all honesty, you know, there was a stretch of games. There was a stretch of four or five games uh, that were, you know that we're probably more complete than than tonight for sure, uh, in terms of our play with the puck and and uh, you know what we did through 60 minutes, but we didn't get results. So, really, the biggest biggest thing for me is just you know I credit the guys with staying you know stick you know staying with it, staying together during you know some of those you know tough stretches where you know you're playing pretty darn well but not getting rewarded. So, you know it was nice to be rewarded tonight, both individually. You know some guys um, you know getting some. Uh, you know, some rewards offensively, but the biggest thing is is the two points for, our, you know, for our team. That'll do it, folks, for this episode of Locked on Kraken. Next up, we want you to listen to the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling, giving you all the expertise that you need to know in order to uh, get your money to work for you, if you will. And betonline.ag is a fantastic partner and sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. So go check out Locked On Bets. As always, thank you for listening to a Locked On Kraken and making it one of your first listens of the day. And tomorrow is a Seattle Kraken game day. So you don't want to miss Wednesday's episode. Don't forget, go grab your Omaha Steaks. Search NHL. Let them know Locked On Kraken sent you. Until tomorrow, hold fast, stay true, and always remember, let's go cracking.